Yeah, I think like, it just depends on what results you're getting as well. Because like, I love chicken katsu curry. Every time I make it, I'm dead excited to eat chicken katsu curry. You're I want to eat it. Bitch. I want to eat it nonstop. Okay. Like I'm like a cat with cat food or a dog with dog food. It's the same thing, but every day I'm excited. I'm wagging my tail. I'm excited, okay? Yeah. If you've got a campaign that is the same every single time and it's getting you amazing results, ignore everything we're saying. Carry on. I do but not want it... to be around you wagging your tail <laughs> when there's katsu curry in a restaurant. <laughs> Welcome to the very eighth episode of season two of Brightcast. How are you guys doing? Yeah, tired. How are you doing? Um... I feel quite well rested. I had a had a week off work. Did nice. a did a Dublin run in a day. That was nice, fun. Nice. Um, did buy merch. I was meant to wear it, but I didn't. <laughs> Jess, how about you? Getting over a two week long cold. Nice. Um, and just getting over the fact you guys podded without me last week. Mm. Yes, best reviewed and most watched pod of the season. Yep. Don't give there me those stats. <laughs> so we've all had time off. What have you been on since you've been back, Joe? Well, the reason I'm tired is because I have not been sleeping at night because of my new arrival. And yesterday we were filming all day. So it's a busy day. Yeah. So uh, just busy, busy, busy at the moment. Nice. But with all those hours, I guess you're up researching podcast topics, how to improve people's marketing, how to make video content better, all of that. Actually, I've not been because uh, I've been trying to write some creative stuff, but I've been in a creative rut. Whoa, more of that later. Ooh. Jess, what have you been on? Catching up. I was off yesterday, um, so I'm just catching up on a load of projects. We've got a few websites nearing go live. Yeah. Um, so catching up with a developer on like amends, um, getting just the final QA and tweaks sorted. Yeah. Um, got a website ready to go into development, so sort of finalising that with the client. And then with all the websites going live, we've got ads to sort out. So yeah. making sure all of the ads are ready for go live, uh, yeah. making sure we've got all the assets. Um, it, yeah, it's just, a big workload, but it's yeah. quite nice when it all falls together yeah. because you're in that mindset. So you've built the website with this customer journey in mind. Yeah. You've got your right landing pages. So it naturally translates better to the ads. Yeah. So you can follow it through rather than when you inherit a website or someone's ad campaign and you're sort of having to do do that work of trying to decipher what their original message yeah, was yeah. and things like that. So Yeah. See, seeing all the work in action as well. Like a website can take a few months to sort of go from design to development to sort of go live. Seeing all that work in the real world, seeing yeah. all the ads pointing to it, it's, it's exciting. Well, my week's been similar to the last pod where I alluded to the fact that I had a bit of trouble creative trouble breaking uh, a strategy and um, a whole campaign strategy and an ad strategy as well. And that's why I brought this week's topic to us, which is how to break out of a marketing or creative rut yeah. if you find yourself in. And I think we've all been a little guilty of it. It's, it's a bit easier now. There's a bigger team. I mean, you can bounce ideas off and things, but it's quite easy to fall into you know, repeating what's worked well in the past. Also yeah. for listeners, creative rot is a bit different to creative block as well, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about kind of the rut you can get in when creating content. Yeah. Sort of when you feel comfortable in the content you're creating, sort of creating things that work and repeating that rather than experimenting and sort of 
taking the brand to the next level, you're you're just sitting at sort of that baseline. Yeah. So yeah. it's not that you can't create something. It's that the thing you're creating is probably a little bit samey. It's the thing you're creating is in a rut as opposed to yes. yeah. you being blocked creatively. Yeah. Although I guess it's still kind of you being blocked creatively, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rather than it's just for lack of being able to create something. Yeah. You're creating something, but it's a bit, yeah. a bit poor. And, it, and it's not necessarily, well, it's almost always not deliberate, right? You just end up having a bit of bias towards stuff that's worked well in the past. Um and hopefully, but it probably is this, it's a little bit of a safety net as well. Yeah. You end up doing it. And you see it with with uh, video editing techniques that you might run through. Um, you know, you, you, you end up seeing a real spat of it on if you're, if you're paying attention on social media because something performs well and then it's mimicked and then repeated. Um, a good example that springs to mind would be uh, the Honda, the quick read ads which then I think Apple did a version of, and then every company, we yeah. did it for, for clients as well. And I think there, there, there is a, an element of being able to do that and it being successful. It's kind of jumping on trends, jumping on things that are working. Yeah. It's just that thing of like jumping on it while it's working, but then never changing it or don't change it for six months because yeah. it worked. Yeah. And the trend's now gone. Everyone's creating that content. So you're sort of blending into the background a little bit rather than standing out with the content that once did stand out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's that safety net as well where creating content you know that feels on brand and you yeah. know that works and you know that is good. Yeah. And especially in an element of when you have to create a lot of content on on, on a scale. So say if you're creating a social campaign and you're creating content very quickly or you want yeah. to launch new ads rather than spending the time to actually think how can this campaign differentiate how what message do you want to get across how do we get people to stop scrolling to look yeah. at this it's this is the message this is how we're going to implement it this is how we create it yeah. it's that kind of creating things very quickly yeah. rather than putting the strategy in place and the time to sort of think about assets yeah well you you tapped on what i think is probably the first bit of advice i would give someone but just to go back a bit before that, it's when you we, we spoke on an earlier podcast about visual identity yeah. and how you can have certain things that you can basically put on any image or a, a, any sort of post or yeah. content that you're creating and make it feel like yours. And that's an important thing to have, but it can become a bit of a, a safety net and it can end up being repetitive. But what you touched on, which was nice, is you mentioned a campaign. So yeah. a campaign is a great point to almost reinvent that look because it can be you know within a limited time for three months or something like that and that's your campaign Stella Artois recently did a campaign and it's more about it's got modern sort of social fashionistas yeah. in it and they were saying that's stepping away from the brand but then I read about how it's campaign driven so it's not necessarily shifting their brand it's for this campaign but they've used it as a good way of reinventing their look uh, and at least testing it. Yeah. If they're using sort of Instagrammers, they're obviously tapping into like the younger market. Yeah. And they did recently, I say recently, it would have been a while ago, like a very long while ago, 
but they try to sort of make their brand a little bit more sophisticated yeah. especially within like the pub sector rather than just their cans they they kind of try they had to the make... uh, like chalice didn't they the yeah, chalice, yeah 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 just try and make them look a bit more sophisticated yeah. than sort of like carlin in a yeah. standard pint glass and they've shifted with the unfiltered as well to try and get in more of the craft thing because that's meant yeah. to be a bit hoppier and stuff so but yeah some really really good good points around yeah. uh, how so you can break away with it you you use a campaign and a new campaign that you've got coming up as a chance to reevaluate yeah. what your marketing's looked like, how it's been performing, sounding, looking yeah. online, um, and use it as a real opportunity to experiment. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been eyeing up some cars recently, me yeah. and you. And there's a really good point around electric cars being that be, being a, yes. a way to break out of a creative rut, yeah. a design rut, yeah, uh, or like a traditional rut. You, you take rut. the badge off it, Hyundai, Kia. They've done it, and yeah, you know. and the the idea is basically with electric vehicles, it's a brand new thing. So it's like yeah. the campaign idea, basically. With yeah. electric vehicles, you can do something bold and something new, and lots of car companies aren't. They're just you know, if you look at like a, a I don't know, like most SUV, most electric yeah. vehicle SUVs, Th they those, look like cars. Those with heritage, yeah. it could be a especially. Car. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. like the, like a BMW, for example. Yeah. Like their their electric cars look very similar to cars yeah. that yeah. are doing well. But yeah. it's, unless you yeah. saw like the you know the little green thing on the reg or whatever it is that shows you it's an electric yeah, car yeah. straight away, you probably wouldn't know unless you, you yeah. know, specifically knew. But so like with the Hyundai uh, Ionic Five, it looks like an electric car. Like you look at it, and yeah. you don't need to be told it's electric. You know it's electric. Yeah. So it's a way where they've kind of like broken that and they've completely moved away from all the other like Hyundai, yeah. you know, design sensibilities they've had recently. There was no expectation there, yeah. was there? Like there's no like baseline for them to be like, it needs to look like this yeah. or this is what's working. Like because it's so new, there's the ability to be like, oh, this is how they're meant to look or this is how we want yeah. them to look. Yeah. And I know people think this is dead weird that our sponsors are driving and drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, but 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 it's it's breaking out of a creative rut with advertisers. You know, you gotta you gotta be bold. You gotta you yeah. gotta try new things, haven't yeah. you? And I think that's what we've done. They've yeah. tried new things. They've just tried and new highlight designs. the new features as well. So there's lots of like driving assistance and stuff like that. So maybe you can have a drink or two or yeah. three. Why why have lane assist and a cup holder? What are we trying to tell you? <laughs> exactly. There's something going on there. Because they've, well, st they've still got their regular range, yeah. but they're using this as an opportunity to test against it. Yeah. And and to test a bit of changing their values up a little bit or at least the purpose of this marketing campaign because they're making an expensive car and they're putting effort into that whereas before it was all about affordability so moving away from uh from drinking and driving yeah um what ways could companies kind of get themselves out of creative ruts well the way i did it last week was teamwork um, I lent on the team and actually outside of the normal people I would probably chat to uh, a little bit because of uh, necessity, because everyone was on holiday. But uh, but it, it was good to get people not even from your department, not from your company, just some feedback from those people and gain their perspective because they'll ask outsider perspective questions which yeah. can be really useful and you might have the answers for them which is great but if you don't have the answers you're like oh okay maybe that doesn't come through in the design work or the yeah. marketing message or something like that which is useful yeah my main thing is research so when creating a new campaign the first thing after you've come up with like the main message so after you've come up with the main message for the campaign and what you're trying to achieve 
it's then looking at the look and feel of it. Because I feel like it was like your point, I think last week or the week before, Rob, where you have to have this key cornerstone asset to crack the campaign. Yeah. To have to have a, a feeling of, of what the campaign's going to look like. And especially more because we're like a visual marketing agency. It isn't just sort of, we're not putting out crap assets type thing. Like yeah. the assets are such a core piece with our, our marketing campaigns. So sort of doing a lot of research around the assets we want to be putting out. So that could be in the t- in the sector that we're we're marketing outside that sector. It could be Pinterest, Shutterstock. Yeah. It it could be various platforms, and you're not looking for necessarily a finished piece that you're going to replicate because you should never do that. You should never copy someone else's work or anything like that. It's it's usually just a bit of inspiration. It might be like, oh, I like that color or that pattern. I like the way that they've um, overlaid colour onto that image. I like um, the idea of time. I like the uh, the way they've used a clock here or the, the slider element. Or a while ago, there was like the grid of five where they all linked up on a GIF or something like it. It's just a little bit of inspiration that you can take from it. Yeah. Create a mind map, put bits why you like them, and then you can sort of start to see that this bit then links up with this bit and these sort of fit together. And I feel like that helps come out the room with the rut because most people look at pre-existing work they, they've created and then just start replicating it with this new message. Like there's no time to step back and look inward. It's kind of you just full steam ahead creating assets. Yeah. Whereas taking the time to sort of mime up a little bit and then say, how does this apply to my brand? How does this come through in this campaign? Then allows them to sort of step out of the same yeah. old assets. It can be a dangerous thing though, can't it? Because if you're pulling those, all, all those inspirations, let's call them, you, they can even subconsciously end up just becoming versions of those, can't they? Yeah, yeah. I think you just, you just need to be conscious, like you say, you just need to be conscious of it. I think the inspiration side, the, the inspiration bit is the, the main main tip I would give is just constantly look at look for inspiration. Yeah. Because like, you don't you don't have a good design vocabulary or marketing vocabulary or creative vocabulary if you're only looking at the stuff you've yeah. you've yourself yeah. created before or learnt or whatever. And within the parameters of your job from yeah. a nine to five when you're focused on it. Exactly. Yeah. So like looking at like random design from random let, let's let's say we're talking specifically about a creative rot. So let's say we're talking about like creating assets for a company. So it's purely this creative idea. Yeah. Looking at like design inspirations from like lots of different things that might not necessarily have anything to do with the brand that you're dealing with. Yeah. It's definitely like you know, it's a really, really useful thing. So you could be looking at like, I don't know, like art from feudal Japan, or you could be looking at random Scandinavian furniture. Do you know what I mean? Random, yeah. all, all these yeah, different yeah. things that, that might give you an idea of how you yeah. might be able to like create this new, this new kind of branding. I looked at ages ago when I was thinking of like Bright's branding emotion. I was looking at stuff like around esports, right? Because esports is a really fast moving yeah, industry, yeah. really fast moving sport. So a lot of the stuff they have kind of mimics that in terms of like its kineticism it's uh it's like yeah it's like feeling it's super yeah. speedy there's if, like if there's you're looking for motion yeah you know what yeah. what better place than something like that which yeah. is all like that yeah but but you don't like going back to what you're saying about kind of just ripping things off potentially you don't want to rip that off so i think it's just being able to like being it's being able to take all this inspiration compile it mind map mood board it we use milanote quite a lot which is yeah. great yeah. to yeah. do that get all that together and then think, how can I then make that mine? Because you yeah. should all, it's, we're assuming that the people who are listening who might be in a creative role already have their branding. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's how yeah, can yeah. you how can you how yeah. can your branding assimilate to that yeah. inspiration? How can you draw yeah. from it for your branding? Not how can you take that bit of inspiration and that then become your branding? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, main yeah. way people yeah. fall down. I mean, just copying. It's asking Copycats. what's our version of that, isn't it? Yeah. It's also learning how to like digest the inspiration you're looking at. So rather than just saying, "Oh, I like that." why do you like that yeah. is it how it moves is it the colors they're using is yeah. it the the imagery you, you is mentioned Mila note, and that actually comes through on a Mila note. Yeah. you can see the evolution of comments where it's like this is cool and it's like i like how this moves and then yeah. you're like i like how you know it's posturized time or something like that yeah and you're like i like it's a repeater and stuff and you end up really breaking it yeah. down because then it's even like you're not then necessarily using that as an example you're taking the style of whatever you like yeah. and exploring that further. So it's it's even sometimes when we've um, created a campaign, we'd go away and do research on our, on our own. And we wouldn't necessarily bring examples to each other, but we'd bring the idea, the concept. So it might be, yeah, I like the way that this moves. I like the idea of having an underline or I don't, yeah. I don't know, something, something like, it'd be the, the idea or the asset style or something yeah. that we'd bring to each other, not necessarily yeah. a fully fledged asset yeah. or a piece of copy. I know I know. for our website, we were after sort of an essence or a feel um, that we wanted to run through it. And a good thing that we did that others should do is we set a meeting up to discuss it, but we gave everyone time to do research and said, bring your ideas, basically. Yeah. And, um, that was good because people would, wouldn't just turn up blind. They've done some homework. And even if they haven't landed on actually anything that you necessarily want, they've discovered what they don't want. Yeah. And they've started thinking in that way, yeah. in, in, in that creative way to try and, you know, at least be able to offer value, more valuable feedback on other people's ideas or build yeah. on them. We did it um, for Future Proof. I don't know if you can remember. It was the three of us. And we were looking for a new image style, mainly for blogs. And we set an hour timer. The three of us came up with a blog image. Oh, yeah. And then we showed each other. I think we landed on Drew's. I don't even end. remember who won. <laughs> Maybe I won. It. Maybe. <laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we landed on Drew's in the end. But it was um, the idea of we could see what we like, what we don't like. And it was sort of exploring the idea a bit further where it yeah. was like, I was struggling with this piece of thing. Yeah. And it's kind of talking to the rest of the team and just setting some time yeah. aside. Because it could even be that all three of them wasn't quite right. But then we could have been like, oh, I like this bit from Rob's, I like this bit from yeah. Jess's, this bit from oh, Drew's oh, quite nice. Okay, so we've spoken about the importance of getting lots of inspiration, having like a super wide vocabulary on whatever you, it is you're trying to create. You want a really, really good, like wide point of reference on lots yeah. of things to know yeah. what you're doing. I think one of the ways that... Uh, one of the struggles that comes with that though can be how you find the inspiration yeah. because trying to find inspiration is almost as hard as like having inspiration yeah. for things and, and so, under pressure yeah like under like pressure. i was feeling yeah. it was like trying to find that inspiration under pressure ideally you're not under pressure because the way i like to do it is i'm i'm just kind of constantly looking yeah. for inspiration so i i will screen record loads of things on my phone if i see them and it could be literally anything yeah so I've had it where like my, my son's watching some random like video on like YouTube kids. Yeah. And there's like a title animation and I really like the movement and the style of it. So I'll screen record that and I'll like go through it and dissect it. Yeah. Or I could be looking on like scrolling through Instagram and I could get like a random like ad for like, we spoke about targeted ads the other day, yeah. you know, about wills or something like that. But there's a design element in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like yeah. not all of it, but a yeah. part of it. So there's always little random moments. Yeah. So I think just like, constantly being aware if you see something 
screen record it, screen cap it, note it down, yeah. pop yeah. it somewhere. I pop stuff onto my private, my personal Slack channel. Yeah, I message myself. Yeah, a lot message yourself, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But you could also do Vermilion Noteboard, you could do a Google yeah. Doc, you could do anything. We, we have a Slack channel called This Is Cool, it's where like, people exactly. pop it in. Yeah, you can and, pop stuff in. And it's similar to what you were saying. Lots of it is someone will pay something, like ignore the first minute, yeah. Watch this little bit. This and is it's, cool. Isn't it's nothing it? to do with the context necessarily, but it's yeah. the yeah. idea of you're just constantly being aware for aware of like inspiration. Yeah. And then compile that, keep it somewhere where you can really draw upon it easily. Just yeah. having like a massive yeah. bank of things isn't necessarily the easiest way, but if it's something like laid out like a middle note board, Google yeah. Doc, whatever, re relatively easy. Be it's because lucky for it everywhere as well, isn't it? Like you might see a leaflet that you yeah, like or a business it, card yeah. or a sign when you're oh, driving. Real world somewhere. stuff, yeah, definitely. Like yeah. It, I know there's a, the majority of stuff you probably see is is on socials because it's also easier. You're you're looking for good content. You're scrolling down. Things are making like your things are catching your eye. You're seeing an ad. You're watching a video. But looking yeah. elsewhere is the probably the best way of getting yeah. non-derivative works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but I think as well by doing what you say, Drew, and making note of it, keeping you know a, a repository of everything, it takes out a bit of the other obstacle, which is time like thinking time around things yeah um you know that 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 feeds into the do, doing creative things under pressure oh yeah if you've already got this massive bank yeah. of stuff and you're constantly looking through it and then you suddenly get this other job and it's kind of like calling upon you know certain like points of reference within design or yeah. something like that you know that you've already got this little bank of content you can look at you know oh i think this example and this example would be perfect for it let's see if this matches yeah and we yeah. can get something from it yeah. again being super super careful to not just rip things off but yeah. everyone you know everyone pays homage or yeah. takes inspiration from something yeah. we can look at anything and it would be derivative of something else yeah and that's okay as long as they've you know made it their own and they've uh they've been uh yeah like confident in making it their own but yeah and, and if you make that your culture like it is here that's what that's why reaching out to people in the team who wasn't working on this thing helped yeah. because it's part of the culture here so people are always doing that and it helps, you know, you might be just be setting up the initial messaging for a campaign and someone will say something like, I don't know, it's about taking time out and you think, oh, time out, like slowing down time. What's cool examples of that? You know, what's, uh, you know, maybe posturized time, looking at time differently and things like that. So all of those things can come in just from yeah. those words because, you know, you've got those visual cues stored up that you that you've been saving. I think something to point out as well, though, that the listeners probably aren't in the creative sector. They probably aren't creating assets every day. They're business owners. And yes, creativity hits every business. Every business needs to have great visuals, great branding, a great website, et cetera, et cetera. But it's making time to look for those things. Yeah. So for us, we're always on the lookout. Like every time I scroll down LinkedIn and I see a video or something, I'm watching it to see what other people are putting out what content people are sharing why yeah. i've stopped at that thing if there's anything cool we can sort of take and put in say that this is cool channel and stuff yeah, like yeah. that but say if you're a business owner and you're very busy you're not necessarily always on the lookout for creative yeah things yeah and it's might be just setting yourself a challenge and it's saying i want to find three things a week yeah or even one thing a day especially if you if you know you're about to commission yeah. someone to do a campaign because we spoke about this loads of times but it gives you a vocabulary yeah to have those conversations especially as business owners that aren't necessarily in the nitty-gritty of creating the marketing campaign but yeah. they have to approve it they have yeah. they want to like the campaign and what they're putting out and if they're not liking what they're currently putting out 
trying to find things that they do like or trying to find things that for the next campaign they want to sort of look at and explore rather than it just come into the campaign it's like i don't quite like that but yeah. i don't know what i do like and i don't yeah. have any references it's yeah. it's yeah. having that bank of stuff that they they like if they're looking for a new website and they know they're not going to have it for six months it's starting now it's every website you visit it definitely makes it easier uh i guess there's a bit of trust and bravery involved to yeah. to say to you know a creative professional i don't know what this thing is but yeah. i quite like this yeah. yeah um but you know i'm not too proud to say i've taken loads of ideas from our clients that come with us and it's it's not necessarily that idea it makes the final thing yeah. but you build on it and yeah. you know a, a guiding principle is best idea wins it doesn't matter who has it yeah but i think with that i think the idea if you're setting yourself a target of trying to find one bit of branding that you or one bit of something that you like a day every two days whatever it is I don't know. I think like I think that gets in the way of it because yeah. if I had to set if I set myself a target of there's one thing a day that inspires me, and I truly don't find anything inspiring in one day, I'm screen capping something that I don't really find inspiring potentially, or I'm failing the task. But Whereas maybe, I think the idea of just doing it passively, which is kind of what you're also saying, but yeah. that was like the point before. Yeah, it just being a passive thing. It's just whenever you're doing anything, I'm not I'm not consciously looking for stuff. I'm just on socials. Yeah. If there yeah. are people who don't go on socials or something like that, they can find inspiration from elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. They must look at other things. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone looks at something. Yeah. I guess it was more setting the goals. So like someone that isn't. You've got to create the habit. So yeah. if you're not in the habit of doing it, I guess and something like that could help you create yeah. the habit. Which, also, is why, which is why I'm saying get in the habit of it. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be the, not something yeah. that they like. It could be something you don't like. Like and screenshotting that and yeah. the reason why you don't like it so you don't explore it in the future. It could be I don't like the way this company is portraying through their images. It could be What's I don't nice like about the professional edge. Or, I don't like is I used to do it a lot with script writing where you'll watch something, you'll be like, oh, it would have been more interesting actually to follow this character. Yeah. So that kind of thing can happen with, you know, visual content creation. You can be like, oh, I'm, I'm not too keen on that it would have been nicer to see more of this or yeah. if they'd have done this or I, it's better if you're like, whoa, no one's ever gone down this route. What, yeah. Like, let's explore that idea. So, it could, yeah, it could be screenshotting things that they don't like if they've they've seen it on LinkedIn. I'm putting that in the Mila note and saying, this is the reason I don't like it. This is how I'd make it better. Or, yeah. or maybe it, you like the colour of it. It could be something very minor you like yeah. about it. Yeah. But there's a major thing you don't and, like. And it's not just design stuff, obviously. We're not just talking about design stuff. We're talking about anything. So it could be yeah. it could be copy that you particularly like. It could be the way that, yeah, it's like copy on like a homepage has engaged you. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It could yeah, be anything. Yeah. It could be, it could be you know, ad copy that you've seen that enticed you to click. Yeah. It could be any of these things that just made you feel inspired or the opposite, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's, it's things that people use every day as well. Like, I probably visit 30 websites a day, like, yeah. especially when you're doing research into things and looking at things. So it might even be like, yeah, hover state or yeah, just exactly, yeah. literally anything. Anything, at all. anything <laughs> at all that, 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 that you could utilise within, yeah. within your business. So I think another thing, another way of doing it to try and get you out of this creative rut um, would be just to try stuff that probably will fail but you're just going to try stuff you're just going to give yeah. things a yeah. go because there's loads of companies that have tried things and failed but then you you don't think about the failures necessarily yeah. you're yeah. thinking about all the other successes yeah. we're not talking about massive failures but yeah. we're talking about you know just giving things a go it's mr dyson and his bloody 400 iterations before he found it and yeah it doesn't it doesn't even need to be it's trying stuff it doesn't, yeah. when i say try stuff it doesn't even need to go live necessarily I was just no. about it's to trying say, yeah. it's trying something at some point but, yeah. but marketing's be... set up to 
to try things in a safe environment. You know, all the best practices around Google ads are, you know, create minimum three ads per ad group because Google's going to find out which one's best anyway. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think, I think key things are just to try and like mix it up a little bit and just yeah. experiment with things. Yeah. So yeah. like, let's say that your copy has always been like super corporate. Yeah. But you're looking to engage like a new demographic, mix it up, be a little... Uh, dare I say snarky with Whoa. your copy <laughs> you know try try things a little bit a little bit uh yeah a little bit kind of left field of what you'd normally do so we spoke about a few ways to overcome the rule yeah but what about obstacles people might have in place so there's 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 three really isn't there there's lack of time lack of resources and then that fear of failure that yeah. fear of creating something that doesn't oh, quite yeah. work I think it's lack of ambition right yeah. If you've got, yeah, let, yeah. let's say, let's say you're, let's say you're not the business owner. Let's say you're the head of marketing or something. Yeah. And you're desperate to try like these new things, these new campaigns, desperate to experiment, yeah. desperate to test. You've seen loads of really, really great campaigns within a similar field or even yeah. not, but there's parts that you can take to bolster your campaign. Yeah. Yeah. You take it to the MD, CEO, whoever, the final decision maker, and they just like the thing that you've done before. Because yeah. it's given them okay results, like they've, yeah, they've yeah. got by. They're mean, too scared, too yeah, scared of the They're not sure yeah. it's that different. Fear of failure. So, yeah, exactly. Fear of failure and kind of fear of like uh, fear of failure and lack of ambition. I think. Yeah. Then that's a big obstacle, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to overcome that. You've got to try and like sell that to them. So for anyone in that predicament, I would say think of how you can walk it out there a little bit more. Yeah. So you know you could A/B test just for a month on a on a Google Ads campaign, social ads campaign, something like that. That, you know, ob obviously the idea isn't going to be brand damaging. Yeah. Because, you know, you, your CEO is going to say no to that. Yeah. But, you yeah know, if you've got an app called Banter and suddenly you're trying to do a new app called Starfucker. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be brand damaging, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For any Ted Lasso fans out there. Yeah. Little little reference. It's also explaining that it's for three months or something like that. You're doing it for new campaign imagery. You're not changing the whole look and yeah. feel of and, the And do the, the campaign work. Say, we're... Ex we're, we're expecting to see this yeah. you know hoping this is you know our stretch goal for the kpis and stuff and if it does hit that i think we should start moving towards it if yeah. not you know maybe it's a campaign we use now and again maybe maybe it fails yeah but yeah. you know we're trying to break through the ceiling of what we're doing now and yeah. you know any ceo is going to love that right and looking into that that sort of scenario as well it's it may be even that they like the idea but they've got to put it out next week yeah they haven't got the time to sort of actually sit down and yes, they've got a few different ideas. They've got a mind map of uh, examples and avenues they want to explore, but they're creating all the assets themselves. They're doing the ads themselves. They're, they need to change the homepage slightly or the landing yeah. page. Yeah. It's then the lack of time. So you might get the yes to do the campaign, but you might not be able to take it that 100%. You might be able yeah. to take it 40%, yeah. which then could be the failure of the campaign because you've not actually sort of delivered what you wanted to deliver in the campaign or or it's just the same thing again like you might use a different color or a different image style or maybe not even style you might even use just someone with that how do you overcome that then overcoming it is just it's outlining the time you need it's it's educating those ceos where it's like oh we've started this three-month campaign let's start working on the next one yeah. Let's start looking at the imagery for the next one. So then you yeah. have three months to sort of explore the imagery. Yeah. You have three months to set up the next campaign. You, you use that motivation or, or demotivation. Because I, I, 
I think when you put out a campaign where you feel like you're doing the same old stuff, yeah, you you feel a bit flat and you do feel it, and you know, and, and it can work and it does work, but it's not, you know, it's not the passion and the vision that you want to be putting out there. So that's when you use that that demotivation to be like, right, the next campaign is different, yeah. and we're yeah. starting it now. Yeah, I think like, it just depends on what results you're getting as well, because like, I love chicken katsu curry every time i make it i'm dead excited to eat chicken katsu curry you're i want to eat it bitch. i want to eat it non-stop okay yeah it, like i'm like a cat with cat food or a dog with dog food it's the same thing but every day i'm excited i'm wagging my tail i'm excited okay yeah if you've got a campaign that is the same every single time and it's getting you amazing results ignore everything we're saying carry on i do but not want it, to be around you <laughs> wagging your tail when there's katsu curry in a restaurant but if, it, if it's if it's not getting you like incredible results it's not giving you that kind yeah. of like feeling of yeah. passion if it's not making you feel like me when you're about to have a chicken katsu yeah. curry then yeah you like try try something new yeah. try different things or, or also creative role. The, the results is a really good point if you're getting consistent results keep getting consistent results but also use that experimentation yeah. and, and see if you can break through. I was about to say, like, if you're getting good results, chances are you can get better results. Yeah. Like, there's no ceiling necessarily for the results you can be getting. I, I, know, I know we're talking about results and campaigns, but are you saying there could be a better chicken katsu curry? I think there, there could be a better <laughs> chicken katsu curry. You mentioned obstacles and one which I think initially when I was struggling with my marketing creative rut recently is feedback and how to, how to give it, how to receive it. And I was just getting demotivated. Like I would create something or I'd ask for something, a version of something to be given and I'd review it and I would just be flat and be like, it's just not hitting it. Right. It's also hard when you don't know why it's not hitting it. Well, that's right. And that's how to, that, that's where you've got to sort of increase your skills on giving yeah. feedback yeah. because otherwise you're telling a designer I don't like it. I don't know why. I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah. do do ten other versions, and yeah. it's like there's there's nothing for them to go on. There. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you're just going to spiral down, aren't you? Like no, no one's no one can possibly win in that situation. It's yeah. the classic alien versus predator. Whoever whoever wins, we lose. So, but but maybe some of these other tips. So, if you've done your reference work, or maybe that's a reminder to go out and look yeah. at some inspiration yeah. stuff. Yeah. Do it if you're working with designers and design team. Do it with them. Yeah. Set up that meeting. Ask them to bring it. Yeah, we we had it with uh, Charlie recently didn't we so he's sorting out our homepage video and like he didn't really know where to crack on with it and it was pure not purely but like a lot of it was down to like the way i set the brief i didn't set the brief as well as i could have so once he'd done like his first version we reviewed it yeah and then we were like oh okay cool i haven't really communicated this properly to you so let's go through all of this stuff let's go yeah, through the yeah, feeling yeah. of it did that bashed it out of the park it's looking yeah. amazing right now yeah. so like we're, we're about to get it any day now and it's going to yeah. be awesome like and it's, it's a really good really example good. because all you really knew or probably in your brief would have been different to this but i'm guessing what charlie took away was you didn't like the old one or we didn't like the old one yeah and and that's the same note as uh, the designer showing you something yeah. and you were like I don't like this. I don't know why. Yeah, I think there was probably more to it, but it, it's a yeah, similar I, I th thing. I think I just subconsciously thought he knew about the bright. It's like when I when when I'm like navigating someone. If I'm a passenger in a car, I know where I'm going, so I don't tell you to turn left straight away. Rob knows. We've only crashed a few times. Yeah, I've been, I've been there. Yeah, it's like that. Like I kind of know in my head, so I've just not communicated it yeah. properly. So it's that idea of like you just have to whoever's of a brief, whoever's setting a brief has yeah. to communicate everything yeah. properly, and they can do that through all the stages we mentioned before, uh, yeah. where it's getting the inspiration. Yeah. putting it all down, yeah. knowing exactly what you want, yeah. knowing exactly what you don't want. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, th I think 
briefs are. I think I think we could do another podcast on briefs as, as a whole thing, but I think it's something that people don't necessarily understand the importance of giving a good brief. Yeah. Jess, like, if we did a podcast on it, it would not be brief. Potential title <laughs> for a brief podcast so could be uh, <laughs> Great Briefs, How Not to Get Caught with Your Pants Down. Yep, that's really good. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> but the importance of kind of... If you give a if you give a bad brief, you're probably going to get a bad output, or not necessarily a bad output, but you're not going to get the thing that you're envisaging. Yeah, you need to make sure we've um, in the past sort of six months very much improved the way we give briefs to each yeah. other. We've got briefing docs. We've got the questions that everyone needs the answers to. So with yeah. the video, it's the different outputs, like subtitles, where it's going, yeah. who needs to review and, it, and with and your things. own stuff, it should be no different to client stuff. So we yeah. do that with clients all the time. They come to us wanting video content but there's no real brief yeah so we, we we've, we've got a big old briefing doc right briefing now. doc yeah. and what we're really good at is for their marketing what should their brief be yeah um and yeah you know sometimes you forget to do that for yourself and that's that's you know fundamental really. yeah. And, yeah and the brief in in a marketing essence is is the strategy so what are you trying to achieve what's the the inspiration you've got and i think the tips we've given in this episode also kind of help to make sure you're not falling in the rut when you're giving the brief, which would yeah. then lead to the people that are working on it to be in a bit of a rut because they're also not getting anywhere because they're not yeah. quite sure. And then if there's no not the right feedback because you don't know why you don't like it, but you also don't know where else to go. Oh, our resources are limited. So we're choosing to work with people that we want to work with. Yeah. And it's trying <laughs> to remember about, you know, the reason you're taking this client yeah. on is because of the impact and what you want to do with them and yeah, help definitely. them achieve and move forward, yeah. Okay, cool. Great pod. Shall we quickly just quickly recap just with the the headlines of yeah. the tips and stuff then? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So like, I think main tip really is like, it's research and inspiration, isn't it? It's putting yeah. the time into research, putting that time into get inspiration. Create a culture where you're always looking for it. Collaboration. Um, so don't just work on your own. Don't just hit this rut and then not get any feedback yeah. sort of invite the rest of the team in look for an outside outsider perspective join, Could a, group be family, on, join yeah. a group online yeah show yeah. them stuff yeah. family, maybe not friends. maybe not family because <laughs> my mums and dads are just going to go really good i can't yeah, use a computer yeah. that's amazing yeah reddit reddit's a really good place for lots of like good communities just to just to ask for feedback if anyone uses reddit yes it's looking I, at works in progresses as well so don't just get to the end product and then sit yeah. in the rut it's kind of Spend an hour on it. Is it working? Yeah. If it's not working, sack it off. Yeah. Like. But also on that, it's experimenting. It's yeah. trying new things. It's yeah. testing new things. Mixing it up. Yeah. yeah. Experiment in a in a safe way. But there's loads in marketing. Um, it's using a campaign as an opportunity to reinvent your marketing, yeah. even if just for that limited run. Yeah. It's a great way of giving it a good test. You know, it's a campaign that it that's still on brand but very different. Yeah, yeah, and with the campaign, it could either be line up everything you've done before and say you're not including any of it. You you want to you want to have yeah. something fresh. Yeah. yeah. So on that note, shall we go get some katsu curries? I think we got it, haven't we? Oh yeah, my <laughs> tummy's rumbly. <rumbling. laughs>